The best time to start this podcast is now, and now could be the best time to start your investment portfolio too. Check out the Sharesies platform and let's get growing. There's no jargon and no minimum investment, so you can invest how you like. Easy. Get started with a $10 kickstart when you sign up with the promo code GROW. Download the Sharesies app or go to sharesies.com.au. All investing involves risk and T's and C's and fees apply. Curiosity in rising. Curiosity in rising. Curiosity in rising. Hey, I'm Joel, and you're tuned in to the Curiosity in Rising podcast, where I'll be shining a light on spiritual health based in our society today. To be curious is to rise above what you already understand, which is why this podcast series will explore many different concepts and beliefs surrounding lifestyle and spiritual culture. We'll challenge and dive deep, learning how spiritual truths come in many different forms for each individual person. So join me in my quest to inform, understand, and sometimes even disagree. You're tuned into Curiosity in Rising with your host, Joel Rainbow. Curiosity in Rising. Curiosity in Rising. Curiosity in Rising. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to Curiosity in Rising. I'm really glad that you're here. And this episode is going to be a little different to the two that came before. Um, you'll know that I had special guests, uh, my friends Jack, my friend Harney, and they provided such interesting insights into spiritual lifestyle and the sorts. But for episode four, I just want to tell you a little bit more about myself. And I know that that was kind of covered in the introduction, um, the first episode I released. But I've kind of been struggling with how much of myself I want to put into this podcast and testing the waters of you know, talking about things like my anxiety and my own spirituality. And that came up in the episode before. And I was thinking about it and I thought, yeah, you know what? Like I need to be more authentic and I need to show you guys a more honest side of me. And I can't sit here and preach spirituality and lifestyle tips and tricks if I'm not even 100% showing you guys the real me. Not to say that anything before has been fake, but I just think I should elaborate and give some more clarification. Um, I know a lot of you guys were wondering, what do I actually believe in, in spirituality? And how did that start? And there was some surprise when I announced that I was doing a spiritual podcast because there are so many people in my life who didn't take me as a spiritual person or someone who could was even in a position to give out lifestyle advice because let's be honest my room is a mess right now my uni work is quite often left at the last minute I'm running late to most events that I organize with friends or professionally so it just kind of seemed like what the hell am I doing and I I just wanted to show that this isn't some fake bullshit like I do have a point to this so yeah The spiritual community is very complex and vast and it's one that I really opened up into in recent years. I will be honest and as cringe as it is to admit, I am a TikTok for you page spirituality victim. I'm not even sure where this started. I couldn't pinpoint where I actually became more involved with spiritual content online. I think it mainly started in 2019 and I know that there was a massive explosion of it in the years 2020 and 2021 and there's been a lot of 
debate whether that was to do with the pandemic and whether people had to reach inside themselves and reflect. And I think that is true, of course, but it also came in an interesting time for me because I was a teenager going through development. I was in a Catholic high school and I had recently fallen out of, of my faith. I was in a place where I didn't, I no longer believed in a God because I thought what God would let me go through the things that I'd gone through. And that sounds very bloody dramatic because I do consider myself a very lucky person. I have great friends, great family, a great house, a roof over my head. I live a nice life, but I've also struggled with mental issues like anxiety and being gay and seeing the absolute rejection that the LGBTQ community often faces from mainstream religions like Christianity, Islam, Judaism and the likes really made me question well, if God doesn't like gay people, why the hell am I gay? Because I promise you this wasn't a choice that I made. This wasn't something that just happened overnight. And I can't tell you why or how that is. It just is. And I don't, that's not for discussion or explanation. But those who understand will understand and those who don't may never. But this isn't something I chose. This isn't something that I'm doing to rebel against a God And it really upsets me that that's the perspective that a lot of Christian people had. So as I came to terms with my sexuality, I did um, decide to back away from my beliefs because, and it it is sad because I I was um, a very religious person at one time in my life. Like I I believed in a higher power. I, I prayed a lot. Earlier in the year when I went to an open day at the Notre Dame University in Sydney with my friend who was about to begin there, we ended up in the CBD and then in Newtown to do some shopping and we ended up at quite an um, alternative store which had, um, you know, crystals, mushroom candles, which I actually still have in my room and just really, you know, witchy vibes. And for some reason, I just said to the shopkeeper, do you know of any good tarot card readers, psychic mediums? Because after all, we were in Newtown and this was one of my first experiences in Newtown. So I was pointed towards, I'm not sure I should say the business name and the actual reader I had, but yeah, we ended up there and there was availability for a one hour reading with a professional tarot card reader of course I was skeptical I was interested I paid the money I'm not going to say the price but it wasn't too hefty it was it was good um and I felt like this was more authentic and I was in a place that could really prove to me that was she was being honest because she took my name not even my last name just my name my money and gave me a time to come back to the store, which was in about 20 minutes' time. There was no way she could have researched anything about me, looked me up online, or the likes of that. I returned to the store with my appointment and went into the back of the store. I sat down and I was asked to place my hand on the deck of tarot cards that the woman had, and we began the reading. It was, to say the least, really eye-opening and interesting and incredible because 
to this day, it gives me the chills, the things that this woman told me. I'll give you some examples of what, what things she said. This woman told me I was about to begin studying down the coast. And as you would possibly know, I do study at the University of Wollongong now. And I was a couple of weeks away from beginning the course at the time. She said it was somewhere near the water, a beachy sort of vibe. We were in Sydney, so she said something like, is it Newcastle, is it Shell Harbour, perhaps that sort of area. I said Wollongong. And, you know, that isn't the most amazing thing she said, but that kind of was the first that made me think, oh, cool. She knew that I was 18 without even asking me. She just knew my age. I'm not sure how. She knew that I was gay. Not that that's really a secret or something I think people would have a hard time realising. She also said to me that I had a maternal figure who was a nurse or some sort. And I said, yes, my one of my nan, nans is a retired nurse and was in the nursing industry for a long time. One of the most interesting things that this reader was able to say to me was that I had been overseas. She said to me something about soon I would be going overseas in the next few years. I said, that's funny. I've never left Australia. I've never been overseas. And she goes, yes, you have. And I said, excuse me. She said, you have traveled over a body of water. Islands count. And I said, oh, well, I have been to Tasmania. I have been to Hamilton Island. I just haven't left the country of Australia. She also told me that I would soon be going down to Melbourne. And back in February this year, I had no interest or idea that that was even going to happen. In April, I did end up going on a holiday with friends to Melbourne. And then in June, we all went again because we loved Melbourne so much. She said I was really going to find my tribe this year. And I don't want to speak too soon, but I believe that that is definitely in the works. I feel like I've met so many amazing people this year through uni, through going out into the world, into the nightlife of Sydney and Wollongong. And I think I've really found people that I connect with. The most interesting and chilling thing that this reader told me and to this day still gives me goosebumps, I guess, is that she told me that my pop would soon be in hospital. And I thought, oh, okay, that's a bit dramatic. We'll see. I came home that night and told my mum and dad everything that had happened and that she had told me. And I said to my mum and dad, perhaps the one that didn't really make sense was that one. My mum then told me that my pop was about to have eye surgery in about two days' time, and yes, would be in hospital. It just really makes me think how crazy the world is and how crazy the universe all works. That it confirmed to me that all these things that this woman said can't have just been through pure chance or guesswork. She knew that I was going to have car troubles and that she suggested I don't have any mechanical work done to my car in Mercury Retrograde. Alas, I actually did end up doing that and I can tell you now that my car has had a few problems this year and I'm sure my friends listening will know about those. Um, I'm trying to think, what else did she say? But yeah, it was just really interesting the things that this woman was telling me. I mean, a lot of it is between me and her and 
there are things that I have kept to myself. There are things that I only want to tell close friends, things that I only want to tell my family. So, of course, I'd expect, you know, a bit of understanding around that. I'm not going to tell you guys everything that happened in the session, but it was really, really eye-opening and I guess you could even say, like, creepy. I don't know. Like, it gives me chills. Like, it makes me realise that there are definitely people out there that have these capabilities, whether it's through a natural forum or through tools that can assist them. I mean, she told me that I have people who have crossed over to the other side and are watching over me. And I think that's so beautiful because I didn't think I had many dead people um, that I know of. I'm very, very fortunate to have not been touched by death in my immediate family. I was never sure if I, you know, had like an angel or anything. Really the only person who could qualify as that would be my great nan. Um, I only knew one of my great-grandparents, the other three passed away before I was born, but one of them, my nan's mum, was in my life for a few years, and we were quite close, I would say. So, yeah, um, I do want to do an episode in future about thoughts on death and the afterlife, people who have had near-death experiences, people who have people who are now deceased but they believe contact them it's such an interesting concept a story that also comes to mind for me last year when i was just in my bed talking to i suppose a higher power or anyone that i believed was listening i was going through a bit of a rough time and i said if there's something out there if someone can hear me show me birds tomorrow and the next day the most beautiful rainbow lorikeet which isn't a species that normally hung around my school, flew over my head so, so close, and then more birds continued to, like, be near me, I suppose, throughout the day, and it just made me feel so connected to a higher source. The concept of manifesting is also one that I think kind of goes hand in hand with spirituality and believing in higher beings and the universe's, I don't know, creations and powers. So manifesting and affirmations were something I was introduced to through TikTok in, yeah, I think 2020. And I have to say, as much as I believe in manifesting, and I have mentioned that before in the podcast, um, I've also told you guys that I don't really do it all too often because I also love to leave things to chance and just live a kind of normal, authentic life. And as um, silly as it may sound, um, and I say this with gratitude, I think I already have a lot and I'm very lucky, so I don't really need much more at the moment, at this age, at this time in my life. There isn't much more that I desire. But if there was, I probably would try to manifest it, yeah. So when I wanted to just kind of test out manifesting for the first time, maybe when I was about 16, 17, when I was going for my red peas, my license, I um, said to the universe, I will pass, 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 (laughs) just over and over again, and I followed all these techniques, and I got my license, but I did not have a car yet, I passed the test my first try, but I did not have a car, because um, I didn't have much money at the time, my parents hadn't really thought about that yet, Um, and it was just always said, like, once I got my license, that was something we'd talk about. So, 
I had a license but no car for a week or two. And I just didn't feel like a car was coming in a way. So I just, one night, just was like, I'm getting a car tomorrow. I'm getting a car tomorrow. I repeated it. I wrote it down. I imagined it. I envisioned it. I felt it. The happiness and the joy that I would feel from having a car as well as a license. And the next day, lo and behold, dad actually had found a car that he was finally happy enough to help me get. And yeah, it was my little red Corolla. I loved it. I called her Cherry. And we had a good run together until I got my next car. For reasons I will not um, disclose. But yeah, I just think, um, I don't know, things like that are very crazy to me. And yeah, of course you could say, oh, just a coincidence. And maybe that is the case, but I mean, take it how you will. It's like I said in the placebo episode, if, if you're getting results, I don't give a damn if it was a chance or not. This is something I believe worked for me and continues to help me in other things as well. Um, I remember doing the HSE and I manifested that I would get an ATAR above 70. I don't want to disclose what my ATAR actually was, but I got my wish um, to my surprise and other people's because I was not putting a great deal of effort in in year 12. Um, what else? There's just lots of little things that have kind of come towards me. And um, I'm very, very grateful for that. I think having a good vibe and having a gracious and a life of gratitude is so important. And not only is that good for spirituality, it's good for your mental health too. It's just so important to look around and just be thankful. I mean, we're constantly reminded of that just in the news when you hear bad news. Think, oh my God, well, that didn't happen to me. And I know it's not healthy to always think, well... Things could be worse because you are valid when you feel that things are bad for you. You don't always have to compare it to someone else below you. Um, As much as that can be helpful sometimes, I know it's frustrating. But um, yeah, just as basic as that sounds, just looking around at the world and your life and recognizing all the good. With bad, there is good. There's yin and yang. I think most of the people listening to this and myself are pretty fortunate people. So... It's time to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. Curiosity in rising. Curiosity in rising. Curiosity in rising. I get it. You want to hear the podcast, not me. But if you're trying to figure out what to do with your life, you should really hear me out. Because I know a place that'll help you explore what's possible for your future. That place is Open Universities Australia. They can show you thousands of online courses from 26 leading Australian universities. With their guidance, you'll get from where you are to where you want to be. The possibilities are endless. Explore, choose, enrol. Find out more at open.edu.au. Curiosity and rising. Curiosity and rising. Curiosity and rising. Just a quick rant, you guys. Um, can we talk about be real? It's just become really not real. And when you're masquerading as a, as a platform calling yourself be real maybe you should be real and I guess I'm kind of having a go at the developers and the users in the same tone you best believe I will know when the be real time of the day is especially if I'm at uni or work because you guys will start to freak the fuck out about it and it's become really like just annoying to watch in a way like you guys will scream and like 
grab the person next to you or like take a few selfies or get in better lighting and adjust your makeup and it's kind of just like well how is that you being real darling it's not you know what i mean because five minutes ago you didn't look that good you weren't in a conversation or an activity with this person who's now in your be real selfie um sorry can we yeah just talk about that like so i just think you guys need to reassess being real there's also been some talk recently i'm not sure if you guys know that be real is um apparently selling data your data so um just be careful of that i know i'm not one to talk because i still use tiktok and we all know about the whole tiktok um we all know where that's going stay stay alert stay woke for that but yeah just be real um I don't know. I think it's just a really big craze that's going to end soon. I think Instagram's going to add their, their take on Be Real very soon. I think it's already in the works and it's called Moments. So, yeah, just um, be real. Like, there shouldn't be any pressure if your Be Real is just you in bed or you studying or by yourself. Like, you don't always have to get someone to come into it and, and take a really good selfie because that is just not the whole point of it. So, it just kind of speaks to the whole society that we live in that even when an app comes out and says, like, hey, we're going to encourage realistic life and authenticity and show us what you're really up to right now. And then a lot of you guys just hijack it and make it like look like you, your lives are still so much better than they really are. And it's just like, oh my God, when are we going to escape this nightmare of bullshit? So yeah, that's my rant. That's my Be Real rant. Um, if you are a Be Real user, please be more real. I hope you got to know me a little better in this episode. Yeah, I'm just... I would say I'm a very inquisitive, curious person. I overthink a lot. Um, I analyze things. And that is why I have dipped my toes into spirituality but never dove, you know, headfirst in, into the water. There's a lot to cover. And I think this podcast series is a massive attribute to that because this is my chance to really get to know certain perspectives. Um, I've booked in a lot of inter- interesting people for upcoming episodes and I'm really excited to share that with you guys. I want to talk soon about meditation and crystals and yeah, also the whitewashing of spirituality, which has occurred because a lot of spirituality, as I said in the first episode, is actually derived from Eastern cultures and now we in the Western world have kind of just adopted these methods without knowing their full history and that is a really interesting concept so if you heard the song of the week last week which was mood ring by lord that's a good place to start it's a really ironic song there's quite a few layers to it i would say um you might listen to it and think oh lord's just really really spiritual and into wellness culture now but um if you watch like the the interview she does about it um that comes up on youtube you'll actually realize there's more to it than that and she's actually being quite sarcastic and it's such an intelligent take on the concept which I really appreciate I love the whole album Solar Power I think it's very underrated and I think you guys that hate it on Solar Power should go look in the mirror and do a bit of reflection because yeah I, I would die for that album <laughs> anyway you guys thank you guys so much for listening to episode 4 and I will see you very very soon for the next episode Have a great day. Also, follow along at Curiosity and Rising Pod on Instagram because I'm going to get a lot more content happening over there. Thanks, guys. See ya.